Hello and welcome back to Daydream Believers. I'm Elle. And I'm Elle. We're our podcast that talks about music, mindset and mental health. I'm a life coach who loves to listen to music made prior to the 2010s. And I'm a stay-at-home mom who loves me some good rock music. Yes, you do. But Elle, I must also add, I must, I must also add that I dabble, you dabble. with other genres You dabble. Well. Yes, dabble into the Nate Dog. I dabble into the Nate Dog. That's right. Mm. Yes, tune into a different episode. I don't know what episode we mentioned it in, but yes. Another bonus episode. Another. Yes, how good. Well, we had such great feedback from our last bonus episode. We did. We love getting to know you guys on a more deeper level so you guys can get to know us a little bit more. Yes. We love getting to know our musicians that we interview and everything like that too, but we like to also just... Have a hell of a Blab on. Blab on. Yes. Rambling, rambling indeed. Yes, 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 yes. How are you going, Elle? I'm going pretty well. I'm going pretty well. Mm -hmm. I was reminiscing with my sister the other day about all the toys we had when we were younger. (gasps) Because, boy, we had some good toys. Toys were so good back then. Dude. Just so fun. Yeah. And, like, I feel like Kmart was good back then for toys. Unless it was just my family. But I remember, like, you could actually buy, like, good branded toys at Kmart yep. back then. Yep. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Kmart is still – it's still not bad, actually. But Target – Oh, Target's where it's at Target now. is where it's at with buying toys. Great selection over there. A lot of Disney stuff. Yeah. Which is what I love. I love me some Disney. Yeah. Did you have a lot of – Stuff from movies back then, or was it more Barbies? Did you have Barbies? I was a big Barbie person. Yeah, me massive too. Massive Barbie mm-hmm, person. Mm-hmm. Like, even my dad got into them. Like, like I know Sorry. it sounds ridiculous, right? <laughs> but, like, yeah, so I love your dad. I suffer from OCD, and so does my dad. Obviously, when I was a child, I didn't know what OCD was. Yeah. And my dad has it in a very, like, orderly sort of fashion. Yep. So every morning he would wake up, straighten his hair, listen to some music. My dad is very metro. <laughs> Those listening, dad, if you're listening, you're very metro. Um, and I remember waking up and him, I used to have, like, storage under bed, my bed of all my toys and stuff. Uh-huh. And he would realign all of our Barbie cars, like mine and my sister's Barbie cars and all the Ken dolls and the Barbies. And he would, like, put them in an order that he liked right or like he if they were out he would like clean them back up every single morning even if they were already in the right place like that's how much he needed to do it but yeah so barbies like i'm saying barbies were a big thing in my world i was obsessed i think that also led me to my obsession with aqua because Uh i was obsessed with barbie and then i was obsessed Uh with just aqua in general yep but i was really into tarzos like, oh, shite. Yeah, I haven't even heard that word since I was a kid. So something I did as a kid, and I guess this could have been a little embarrassing story I have, used to have this thing where when I was a little kid, I would line up all my toys, my teddy bears, my Winnie the Poohs, all yep. of that jazz, my little Barbies and Bratz dolls and whatever. And I would have like a notebook and I would write down all their names. Mm-hmm. This is me, like obviously now looking back, I'm like, wow, I was a sad, lonely girl with a oh, very incredible brain, but a sad, lonely girl. Oh, man. Sometimes I look back at my young, I mean young self, yeah. and I'm like, you poor girl. Dude, same. <laughs> you poor girl. <laughs> my life after school, let me tell you now, was me coming home, putting on a So Fresh CD, practicing every song on the So Fresh CD, lyrically, and then singing to my bears and stuff, and then uh-huh. sitting in front of the ducting heating until my legs burnt. Yes. Right? Yes. Going to pee because for some reason the ducting heating makes you need to pee every single time you sit in front of it. Yeah, sure. And then 
pull out the Tarzos. Tarzos are the spin top things, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, so yes, yes, yes. I would pull out my Tarzos in this. I had like a dish, like a red dish that they all spun in. Yeah. And each had their own Tarzo and they would, and I would pretend that they spun it. And it would be like a competition between all of them. And I'd have statistics and reporting on all of it. So, like, in first place, it would be, like, a full countdown. Right. But imagine, like, this little – from the age of, like, I'd say seven until – I'm going to say I was still doing this as a high schooler because I was that lonely. Oh, well. Until I was about, like, 14, 15, whenever I was sad, I would just pull out that and just go back to basics of, okay, I'm alone. This is how I have fun. So, like – That's so cute. Yeah. And I would just spin them and be like, okay, and then I'd I'd, – yeah, I had this – hopefully you guys are getting the picture I'm saying, but it was – I was like – Yeah, we are. It was, like, a full – I was like a statistics mastermind. Like it makes sense why I was obsessed with Excel as an adult, but like as a kid, I was making my own Excel spreadsheets, but on a paper. On paper. I love it, Elle. I love it. But yeah, I was very organized from back then. I was was a very organized girl with my toys. Those, and I love me some Play-Doh. I still love me some Play-Doh. Yeah. Look, Play-Doh, not really my thing. But I was very much into arts and crafts. Oh, yes. Do you remember the show Art Attack? Yes, I do indeed. That was so great. So good. I used to watch Art Attack and do at least one project from that every week. So nice. Paper mache, anything that he did, I would try to do. I was very arts and craftsy. A lot of painting, a lot of drawing, stuff like that. Coloring. I was all about it. My sister loved some coloring. In. Yeah. I also enjoyed the coloring in session, but mm. I also was too impatient. So I'd be like, oh. I would draw in the line, color in the lines and be like, oh, this is so nice. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm done with this. And I just scribble over oh, the whole thing. Oh, no. I can sit there for hours. Even with my son now, when he sits and he colors in and he's coloring books, I'll sit with him and I'll, I'll just, I just enjoy it. That's not, it a gives lot of me do. some sort of satisfaction. So many people still enjoy like those coloring games on their phones, those little apps, yeah. like paint by numbers or whatever. I've never tried that. My mum and my sister are very arty people. Yeah. And both of them, they do that to like relax. Mm. They'll sit on their phones and play the paint by numbers because it's just therapeutic to them. Interesting. I might try that because yeah. I, I am myself, I feel like a very artsy person. Mm. I'm going to try that. I know. I always enjoy that stuff. It's, it's something I was brought up with because my mum is very artsy. Yep. But. I always was more into like my mind was racing all the time. I'm yep. like I was I couldn't sit still, so I was more into physically listening to music and doing things and acting things out yes. and random stuff like that more so I like than it. else. I was a very creative child. I love it. I love yeah. it indeed. Yeah. Shall we get into the meat and veg of our bonus episode? Oh yes. yes. Oh yes. Ellen and I thought for some reason it would be a great idea to share some embarrassing stories. Mm. Now you may look at us a bit differently after this episode. Yes, most likely. Or maybe not. Maybe they already think I'm lame as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but I love that. I like it too. I'm embracing the lame. Embrace the lame. The lame. The, the lame. <laughs> you, might, you might judge us, especially me, after one of these stories I feel like in particular. <laughs> I'll start off with a simple one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to paint you a picture. Mm-hmm. I'm in my bedroom. I'm alone. I'm playing, I'm pretty sure, a SpongeBob game on PS2. We've spoken about this on the podcast. I loved SpongeBob PlayStation games. Loved them. Loved them. I played them a lot as a child. You're trying to beat a boss and it's taking you ages and ages and ages and you finally get that win. Mm. You finally get that win. Now, I find this story incredibly embarrassing even though no one was around. Mm Mm-hmm. 
But I defeated this boss. And for some reason, I hooked my arm. I went to punch the air, but I went straight into my throat and I punched (laughs) myself in the throat. Hey everyone, what is holding you back from achieving your fitness and nutrition goals? Is it time, stress, confidence, lack of motivation, or maybe you're just sick of dieting? Do you feel defeated and discouraged because you're not where you want to be with your nutrition and fitness? If you're done being frustrated and discouraged with your lack of success, check out the Power of Progress podcast, where we talk about how to change your fitness and nutrition using the principles of mindset, motion, and momentum. We take a deep dive dive into what makes you tick and how to overcome all of your obstacles, physical and mental. Our goal is to change your health from a chore to a lifestyle. <laughs> in the throat. In the throat, Elle. I punched myself in the throat. <laughs> you get winded. I can imagine. Like, <laughs> I sat there for li- no joke five minutes going <laughs> for five minutes trying to fight for my life <laughs> why would i do such a thing l i'm thinking that you try to late and hew it up and go like you know how when he'd finish like a good set on oh, tennis yeah, he'd like he come that. on and he'd do that thing oh yeah were you trying so. to do that maybe no l i had no idea who late and hew it was <laughs> surely no. he was all the rage on aussie no no i had no idea and i didn't care oh. i just punched myself in the throat Wow. I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Why would your hand move in that direction? I don't know. Well, I honestly don't know, but it's a memory that I think about so often. Yeah, but I'm glad no one else was around, but at the same time, I wish I was there so I could piss myself off. It was bad, Elle. Mm. Why would I do such a thing? Has anyone else experienced that? Can you email us at Daydream Believers Pod? Cast at daydream <laughs> <laughs> at daydream believers at gmail.com. Yes, at, at gmail.com. Can you please, can you please email us to say, tell me, make me feel better if you've ever punched yourself in the throat by accident? Is that a thing? You know what? Mm. One of my embarrassing stories is quite similar. Yeah. Didn't punch myself in the throat. Yeah. But I had this friend in primary school that she was a trampolinist and a gymnast. Uh-huh. So she had like an Olympic sized trampoline in her backyard. Also yep. had the sickest cubby house. Let me tell you now. Wow. She had, wow. She had a cool cubby house that had like a, one of the whole walls was a chalkboard. And back then oh. chalkboards were cool. Yeah, they <laughs> were Except the cool. sound was still shitty, but still it was, it was nice. Anyway, so she spent the whole time I was at her house teaching me how to do a backflip on the trampoline. Oh, that scares me, Elle. Oh, it does. Go on. And... I was like, far out. I'm doing this so good. I was like, oh, my God, I knew I should have done gymnastics. Like, this is fantastic. (laughs) And so I was so proud of myself. My dad came over to pick me up. And I'm like, Dad, quickly come. I'll show you my flips on the trampoline. So I go to jump and I'm like about to do my flip. (laughs) And I need myself in the (laughs) eye. (laughs) And Dad's like, you're doing great. I'm like, I'm crying at this point, freaking out. Like, this is not how it was meant to go. I had like a little black eye and everything. Are you serious? It was bad. It was, it was, that was painful as well. That was really painful. It is painful when you, for some reason, <laughs> hurt yourself like that. But I want you to also imagine the flip never happened. My leg is the only thing that moved up. 
So ah. it's like a bounce in the air. My my legs went, but the rest of my body didn't. Oh, and it just my God. was not a pretty sight, I can imagine, from Dad's perspective. <laughs> just imagine from Dad's point of view. How funny that would have been. I know. Yes, yeah, so I've never my. tried to do a flip on a trampoline again. Trampolines yeah. are not my friend. I've broken my arm on a trampoline. Just, I love trampolines. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. They're f- enjoyable, but I, I never have great luck on them. No, I, I have a small memory of a trampoline, actually. You've just sparked my memory. I remember I was at Kinder, and I was really into the Pokemon movie mm. at the time, and I used to <laughs> walk around. And I remember was, I was on the trampoline. I used to pretend to be Mewtwo. Do you remember the character yeah. Mewtwo? And you know how his his hand only has like three fingers, call yeah, them, yeah. three fingers. I used to hold my thumb, my and my first two fingers in a ball, and be like, "I am Mewtwo," <laughs> and I'd walk around on the tramp, on, be bouncing on the trampoline. I'd be like, "I am Mewtwo," but that's all I would say. as children oh man oh if you think that's bad what well, i got a doozy for you now oh please all right this is probably the weirdest story we'll ever share with anyone in my life so basically i bought a dead crab for show and tell <laughs> <laughs> what the f- why okay okay I, there's, a, there's a reason there's a reason first of all his name was mr crabs <laughs> Okay. The second of all, everything about my life was SpongeBob or Pokemon or Dragon Ball Z themed at the time. Yes, yes, yes. She had brothers. <laughs> I had brothers. That's exactly why. <laughs> okay. So my dad loves fishing. Mm-hmm. We used to go fishing all the time. We caught a crab once. Oh my god! It was so exciting. I named him Mr. Krabs. Nice. It was amazing. He was alive at one oh, okay. point. I was going to say, like, was he alive when you caught him? And then my mum was like, we had to do show and tell every Monday. Mm-hmm. And my mum was like to me, you should take Mr. Krabs. <laughs> but little did I know, he died over the weekend. Oh, oh, God. And I remember I bought the bucket. It was a white bucket full of water. I stunk out the whole classroom. <laughs> and my mum had to go and pick up Mr. Krabs. What? Did you notice as you went to like no, he was just flop he just <laughs> flopped there. He just flopped. But wait, when did you notice though? Like as you were about to I do the show until you pulled him out, you're like, oh no, no I don't know if I if I ever acknowledged it that he was dead. I remember pulling him out and be like, We caught him, we went fishing. Oh, you did the show him. and tell and I did the show and tell I grabbed the dead crab. <laughs> I'm telling you now, no one ever has ever bought some sort of dead animal to show and tell besides <laughs> me. Well, not on purpose, I guess. Not on purpose. It was not on purpose. I didn't know. I was only in, like, grade one, grade mm. two. That's traumatic in some way, if you knew. Is it? I don't know. I'm okay. I think for me, if I, like, pulled it out, I'm like, no, Mr. Krabs. Well, no. But if you didn't notice, you didn't I notice. I didn't acknowledge that he was dead. Oh, he. I'm saying like it's a it's a male, but I didn't acknowledge that he was dead. I was just like, look, guys, a crab. But he smelled How funny. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been so limp. Oh, the poor thing. Yeah. How did the kids respond? I'm really glad that I don't remember. Mm. I'm really glad. Because 
I don't know. No wonder why I didn't have many friends <laughs> at that point in my life. Anyone else can relate to me? <laughs> Anybody else? Please email us. <laughs> oh, this next story I have for you, it's not something that happened once, not even twice. Maybe I'm going to say over 300 times this has happened. Ah, yes. Um, I have this habit. I, I don't know why I do it. I don't know why I've always done it. Do you still do said I habit? I still do said habit. Ah, I'm very interested to Especially see what it is. Especially when I'm alone. If I'm with a friend, if I'm with a family member, if I'm by myself, doesn't matter who. If I am crossing a main road, <laughs> yes, I need to run, like full bolt run, <laughs> and hold my arms behind me and scream <laughs> at the top of my lungs. Oh my god, to be a passenger, to be someone driving a car watching Dude, that. the amount of people that have literally laughed at me, stopped and laughed. Are As, you serious? Because, okay, so to paint a picture for you, I used to not drive for a while. I got my license when I was like 21 or 20. And so from the time I was 18 to that to that age, mm-hmm. I would have to take the bus to uni all the time, back and forth. And so that meant I had to take multiple buses, trains, et cetera, et cetera. And when I would get back home especially, I would have to cross the main road to get back to where I live. Yep. But I didn't want to cross at the light, so I would jaywalk. So every time I jaywalk is when I do it. Yep. Well, that makes sense. That makes, I suppose, I do it mentally, I think, because it's like, well, there's no lights for these cars to stop yeah. just in case I don't see them, so I need to be loud and obvious. <laughs> but I look, I end up looking like a year seven that started their first week of high school and they're running to their locker. That's, but why in, do they always do that? Why do they always do that? But I do that to the extreme. Like, I'm telling you, my friends have literally said to me, like, I don't like I, I don't want to be next to you when you do that. Like it's That's hilarious. It, it's really bad. Especially when I was like younger. I'm not saying like ah oh, like that. Like I would be imagine you're at a rock concert and you're howling and I, I just bolt the whole way. I'm like ah. like that is so funny. Yeah. To be someone watching me, you'd think after I got laughed at the first few times, I would stop, like just out of embarrassment. But my body it just it I can't not do it anymore. Yep. Hey, Elle, that's just who you are. Yeah. Embrace I'm not going to lie. It does happen sometimes at the lights as well, but I pick and choose for the light ones. It oh, just depends. Yeah. It depends. It's, it happens more on the lights when there's a turning arrow where they can still turn as you're crossing. Right. So it's like, oh, no, 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 I need you. It's like my own version of a beep. Ah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Can I just say very quickly that I have a small fear of crossing the road. It scares the shit out of me. I'll tell you a little fun fact, right? Uh-huh. It's something I use and I explain to my clients all the time is, isn't it funny that more people are more inclined to just easily cross the road and not give it a second thought than they are to just talk to someone else? What? You know what I mean? Like more people have a fear of public speaking than they do crossing the street, even though crossing the street is a life or death situation, yet public speaking is just you're not going to die. It's just you having a conversation with someone. That is really interesting because I'd much rather public speak than cross the road. Because you're afraid of crossing the road. But, I'm afraid of crossing the road. But that's a minority, you know what I mean? Like everyone else crosses I'm in the, the road. Minority? Every, but everyone else crosses the road every single day. I can't do that. I have a strong dislike for jaywalking. Oh, oh, I've got some stories about jaywalking. I've got a strong dislike. I hate doing it. I hate it. See, I just got back from Vietnam, actually. Yeah. And in Vietnam, I r- realized this when I first went to Vietnam, which is mm-hmm. probably why I'm so comfortable with jaywalking. Right. But over there, 
there's barely any traffic lights. So mm. pretty much every time you walk across the street, you're walking across main roads as they're all going. So I no what? longer, after I went to Vietnam in 2017 and I went back again recently and I no longer have that fear. Are you serious? Yeah. So I could walk like right now. I, I happily just, I've judged the traffic and I feel like I can just walk anywhere. Go to Vietnam. You, you, you will no longer have the fear of crossing the street. I won't because... be able to leave my room. No, it's so, it's empowering to cross is the street. It? it is because they, they, they just understand that they have to walk, they have to drive around you sort of. So if you walk and you walk really slowly, they'll drive really slowly up until your point. It, it just, it just flows. There's something so magical about it. Everyone has to experience it. Wow. My eyes but why have do you opened. think you're afraid of crossing the road? Has it? No, I've, ne- happened? I've, I've nothing's happened. I just really don't like it. I, I don't Ooh. know. I, I'm, I'm a big believer. If I have to walk that extra five, 10 minutes to go to lights, I will go to the lights and I'll cross the road there. It's probably a very good thing. I'm a very, it's very unsafe what I do, but I do yell, so maybe it's safe now. Uh, I mean, no, it's not safe it's at all. No safe, one, no one should do it. No one should copy me. But no. I, it's a good thing that what you, that you're walking to the lights. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I, I, I got, I've got a pet hate for it. Understandable. Interesting. Pet peeves. Pet peeves. Pet peeves. That's a good topic. Yeah, pet peeves. Mm. Mm. R L. Yes, L. What a life we have lived. What a life we have lived. This is only scraping the iceberg. I have so many other stories yeah. that I could share. However, one, some of them are way too embarrassing. Yeah. And two, some of them I really need to try and remember properly. Yeah. Yeah. They're just going to make me look. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, we still need to be somewhat appealing to our listeners. Yes. And relatable. See, yes. this is the thing. I wouldn't be so afraid to say some of my stories if people weren't so openly obvious to me that they do not relate sometimes in yes person. that's the scary part yeah. when someone doesn't relate to me and i realize that i'm the only person that does something weird sometimes i'm like oh my god <laughs> it scares me i know i was making weepix the other day and mm. my roommate was like why the hell do you make weepix that way and i was like why what way i have like a specific like order i put all the like uh-huh. do everything yeah. Most of the time I make it. But it was just interesting to be like, even the smallest things I do, no one relates to sometimes. Do you mean by like warming up the Whippix? I have not. You want me to just explain to you? Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. I have to have two Whippixes, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to put them down. They can't be side by side so that they're even. One of them has to be on t- slightly overlapping mm-hmm. the other one. Mm-hmm. Drop a teensy bit of milk so it just covers the base of the bottom. Yep. And then pour some sugar on top and then put it in the microwave for 30 seconds, then take it out, then pour some more milk, then put a little bit more sugar, then put it in the microwave again. It's almost like I'm making tacos. Not tacos, almost like I'm making I nachos. Gonna, I was just about to say, it's like you're make, making Whippix nachos. Yeah. And then I do it again, and then I pour a little bit of cold milk on the very top so I can eat it again. Huh. It's like my I version like of it. sour cream. It's very delish. I like it. Look, I'm a good old – I'm one of these people. I slap some Whippix in the bowl, pour some milk, microwave – Pull it out, put some sugar, mixy, 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 woo, eat it all up. Yummy. I love warm Whippix. Man, I just love. That's food of my childhood. Anything of the childhood, I just yeah. love. Whippix and Cocoa Pops and yo-yos. Oh. No, yogos. Yeah, Whippix, Cocoa Pops and yogos. Yep. Man. Good times. We hope you guys also enjoy the primary school yes, talk because yes, it's guys for some reason I think Elle and I have some past trauma when it comes to primary school hence why we keep bringing it up. 
We hope you're okay with that. Yeah, we hope you're okay with that. We hope you relate in some way. If you don't relate, we hope you at least find it funny. Yes. Or at least you – Or just uh, don't look at us too differently. Yeah. Or you can get an insight on, like, what that really quiet girl in your class did. Yeah. Primary school. That is exactly what she probably did. Yep. Exactly right. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us for this bonus episode, guys. We really appreciate it. We really did. If this is something that you would like for us to keep doing, just let us know and we'll keep doing it. Exactly. We have some really cool ideas planned for the next coming episodes. We've got some awesome interviews coming up as well. Oh, yeah. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for these. Yes. Thank you, guys. Bye now. Ta-ta. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-b